as a whole with respect to what is suitable material or conduct for the age of the child present and taken as a whole is without serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value for the age of the child present, end quote. This definition in the law will allow any enforcement interpretation to remove the legal defense of artistic or other value and will use the Supreme Court decision defining prurient standard as that may overcome even a constitutional First Amendment defense. 827.11 has virtual certainty of passing because of the GOP supermajority in the Florida legislature and the desires of Governor Ron DeSantis. Critics bring attention to how insidious the law's introduction is today. Prurient is a 1984 Supreme Court case, Brockett versus Spokane decision. The ruling decided that the term prurient was not overbroad in interpretation and is not constitutionally overbroad. The GOP framers of this law have specifically defined drag ban using the constitutionally protected term prurient directly in this legislation. It was likely designed to prevent legal court challenges. In a decision, prurient was defined as, quote, that which incites lasciviousness or lust, obscenity, lewd, obscene materials, and creates longing, end quote. This interpretation was supported by 1957's Roth versus United States and 1973's Miller versus California to further define state criminal statutes governing obscenity. One part of the test adopted by the court requires that in order to be found obscene, the materials in question must appeal to the prurient interest in sex. The Florida legislature will defend today's law as drag queens with their breastplates, exotic makeup, wigs, and costumes are an inherent sexual experience. Worse, the Court of Appeals invoked the overbreadth doctrine to invalidate other state statutes before the state courts even had an opportunity to apply and, and construe that law. Using this prurient interest approach could interfere with the enactment as well as the enforcement of both federal and state obscenity legislation. Finally, the court found that lewd is synonymous with obscene matter. And that means any matter which the average person applying contemporary community standards would find when considered as a whole appeals to the prurient interest and which explicitly depicts or describes patently offensive representations or depictions of ultimate sexual acts, normal or perverted, actual or simulated, or masturbation, fellatio, cunnilingus, bestiality, excretory functions, or lewd exhibition of the genitals, or genital area, including artificial representation. This is likely why the Hyatt Regency Miami case focused on the alleged simulated sexual acts by drag queens and justified today's legislation. On this matter, the court ruled, quote, and which, when considered as a whole, and in the context in which it is used, lack serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value, end quote. So, the legislation introduced and debated today sets up a Supreme Court standard and redefines it against drag queens. Today's legislation is designed to balance and prevent legal constitutional challenges, even from the First Amendment. The court cites New York versus Ferber in, 1990, in 1982 as the traditional rule is that, quote, a person to whom a statute may constitutionally be applied 
may not challenge that statute on the ground that it may conceivably, uh, conceivably be applied unconstitutionally to others in situations not before the court, end quote. The First Amendment overbreath doctrine, therefore, is a limited exception to this rule. It permits a party whose actions are not immune from punishment under a properly drafted law to challenge the constitutionality of the law of a, quote, sweeping statute or one incapable of limitation, end quote. In other words, prurient interest may be a court dog whistle for this ban to survive legal challenges. Today is a dramatic oh. moment in Florida. That's a lot to digest, Al. It, it is very... And it's scary. ...complicated from the standpoint of making sure um, that we try to walk through what the legislature is doing. This amendment that takes place and goes to the floor at about uh, 1.30 this afternoon uh, has virtually no chance of not passing. They have a supermajority. They can do whatever they want. There's no stopping it if they decide we're going to pass this. All of the dog whistles of the way this amendment is written is to make it constitutional, to fight off challenge, to get a Supreme Court to say First Amendment rights in terms of free speech do not trump this local community standard of the citizens of the state of Florida and to win this battle. The prurient um, uh, standard is specifically quoted in the statute, which is the dog whistle of the Supreme Court's decision to define obscenity. And so as a result, what happens here is unlike the challenges that we've seen so far, uh, our house, uh, uh, Broward Center, uh, Hyatt Miami, Orlando, uh, etc., this, if passed, would essentially prevent the possibility of being in drag because breastplates are innately designed to be sexual in nature. And as a result, would violation of this law. And they preempt the argument that it's an art form. We've talked about this repeatedly. Mm -hmm. I've said over and over again, it can't survive a Supreme Court speech challenge until they do until this. this. So Al, so then what happens to Miami Beach Pride, Stonewall, uh, gay prom that's coming up? All these things include drag queens. They're dividing and conquering and winning by their dividing and conquering our community. Uh, Tampa Pride gave us the first clue of this over the weekend when their president, Kerry West, said, I'm concerned if we're going to be able to do Pride mm -hmm. again in Tampa. When he was blowing that dog whistle, it wasn't as clear to me of what he really meant. And now it's clear to me in this amendment that was launched today. Because what this law will do is make a Pride organization, a restaurant, like our house, a bar, like the pub or Georgie's Alibi, uh, or the palace on South Beach, make the decision, I'm going to operate without drag queens or I'm not going to operate. Oh and God. as a result, it, if this passes, there's going to be a very liberal interpretation of enforcement of this law to say that you're in violation of this state law. And as a result, uh, a pride organization will have to decide we are going to stand with drag or we're going to cancel our pride event. Well, obviously we have to stand with drag. That's, they, you're right, they're trying to divide us, they're trying to conquer us, they're trying to get us to drop the T from LGBTQ. 
they're trying to um, say, well, okay, we can keep <clears throat> your gay sports bar, but you're going to have to close lips or you're going to have to close the pub. And then, of course, next they will come for Jim Barr. Or you drink. know, for the and, first time, yeah. I tell you today, I apologize for interrupting you. I, I have heard Scott Galvin at Safe Schools mm -hmm. say repeatedly over the last five or six months, y'all, they're going to eventually come right into our bars. They're going to eventually yes. come right after LGBT. Today is the first day where the lights go on for me that th this is insidious yeah. because the nature of how they've written this law is using a constitutional, already decided justification of mm -hmm. prurient interest, connecting it to sexuality uh, and the obscenity of sexuality in public and saying it doesn't meet community interest because this is what the community broadly thinks. It does not mean, it doesn't meet artistic or scientific value. So you can't fight uh, the, the law or the legislation on those grounds. And the individual state courts can't reinterpret what we've done on this using settled law that'll be challenged, but settled law. And finally, it is not a First Amendment constitutional fight. Well, here's the thing. It's, we are at the point now where dressing in drag is political speech. That's what it is. That's the defense we can make. We could all get up in our finest frocks and go to Tallahassee and march, be arrested. And we should be able to make a case, hopefully, that we, this is political. The Stonewall riots were political. And quite frankly, we're at the place where we could be risking a riot again, because if the city, uh, and I'm just putting out there, uh, if the city of Fort Lauderdale decides we're not going to issue the permit because we don't want to have the fight with the governor, um, then we should put a call out that every single gay, lesbian, bisexual, trans, queer. everyone, queer, come out in drag, march, and take over the street the third weekend of June. Now, obviously, it won't affect this year. This is a fight that we'll, we'll have next, uh, next Pride season. But so it, doesn't, so, it doesn't affect, so it doesn't affect well, this price it, would, it would likely not go into effect likely. until July 1st. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't go into effect until... Well, this doesn't just affect... The law is not written so that it's just drag or the queer community. Anything... I mean, we... Miami, Fort Lauderdale is a hot spot for all these Latino artists to come in to do shows. There's cabaret of venues. So my only hope, I think, legally, which I didn't have time to research, this was the... Uh, uh, unequal enforcement, which is, I'm sure that they're going to be issuing these these stays or injunctions towards drag bars. But if they're not doing it towards all the other Miami nightlife, then there is a case to be had with that. And you, it goes, it does go beyond, you know, the, the gay scene, gay bars and restaurants, because, you know, you have Fianna in Miami Beach as a cabaret theater. There's a tons of cabaret theaters in South Florida. And Faye and I went to go see the cabaret show there, and we were probably the only queer people in the audience. Yep. It was full of very wealthy, you know, tourists and residents of Miami Beach that were there. And, and all the was, performers were half naked. Right. And it was more sexual than any drag show yep. that I've ever been to. But even further than that, you know, you're now it's part of the arts. And, you know, I've been fortunate to sit on the National Endowment for the Arts for the state of Florida, you know, and see grants that come across for pride festivals and, you know, things of that nature for, for years to come, you know, and it's very shocking because not only for, you know, beyond prides, you know, this affects Broadway, 
you know, Mrs. Doubtfire is about to take off and do a national tour, you know, from New York. Uh, opera, you know, there's a lot of different art forms that have drag in, you know, part of their theater. Uh, you know, so it's very, uh, I'm very curious to see where this goes. Uh, and then also very shocked that politicians are making this, you know, their, you know, thing that they're going to be remembered for is that their attack on drag queens. That's so we, we've, uh, we've seen the outcome of this. Uh, we watch it in our television and it's called Handmaid's Tale. Oh God. Mm -hmm. That's what we're watching. Yeah. Yeah. In Florida yeah. in 2023. Well, I mean, and what do we want? Do we Who want a going state? to run for president yeah. of the United States next? Ron DeSantis. So are people going to go take the streets? Are we going to stop traffic? Are we going to do yes. all this stuff? Because this is what I told, I told my wife and my wife responds to the Cuban, right? She's like, no one cares about us, Faye. No one is going to go out into the streets and protest. No one cares. And that hit me like a ton of bricks to hear that from my own wife. She truly believes that we don't care enough and we're not going to make anything about of this. The debate um, was this afternoon at 1.30. And we are doing 20 minutes as breaking news on this show. Are we going to do something about it? We absolutely are. We have to. Well, this we is where both. the allies come in. You know, everyone who's had a bachelorette party at Lips or Palace, you know, all the tourists that have come here, this is the time we need everyone else to come out and support us now. The definition today is insidious because think of it this way. Um, they are tagging to the prurient interest standard of the Supreme Court and saying it becomes lewd and lascivious and sexual. And how are we going to thread the needle when your, your artistic and scientific value is preempted by the law yeah. because the community standard says this does not meet artistic and scientific value to say that the drag queen who is in, um, in a breastplate, at, at the minimum, wig, dress, makeup, etc., is not designed to titillate in some way. How, are, how do we make that argument? Because if we can't make that argument, they will be in violation of the law. And once that is established, drag is over. Well, the thing is, everything is titillating. Someone is titillated by everything. I can put my thumb up here on my nose. Someone out there watching is going to go, oh, give me some more thumb action. Like everything can be titillating. I, sex is everything. Sex is life. Sex is death. Sex is fun. Sex is, is, is challenging. Uh, yep. the, the one relation, and I'm curious to your response, mm -hmm. because one of the things that I and, and many of our anchors have continued to say is, wait, are you going to ban Hooters? Hooters would not be banned under this standard. First off, it's not artificial. Drag is artificial. It doesn't need to be artificial it, under it, this ban. It, it, under the ban, the idea is that under community standard, you're violating the lewd and lascivious and sexual nature. Hooters will not be defined by the broad community as lewd and lascivious under this standard. Drag queens will be because of the breastplates and the makeup and the male gender, theoretically, or the trans uh, identity of the drag queen. And a server at Hooters will not rise to this standard. Well, then we need to write legislation that includes breast augmentation then. Yeah, what if... What, that's, yeah, artificial. What if that's, that's, art artificial. that's artificial. Yeah, sure. uh, uh, a plus-sized man at the beach walks around has in a boobs. Speedo. He has moves. You know, one... You one put last. a dress on him? Is that now illegal? Is he going to be cited? I mean, I'm not saying. I don't know. I'm just saying these are all How questions. far will it go? How far... Is it going to go? And given the fascist mentality in Tallahassee, it's going to go pretty far. It's going to. And, and, and one last thought, and we do have to move on. Um, 
the extent of how far they're willing to go versus how does our house stand up to this? How does the pub stand up? How does Lips stand up to this? How does Lips stand up to this? Which is predominantly seen straight people are in there. Exactly. How does the drag queen stand up to this? That's their livelihood. The moment the state targets, I won't even use a name, X name, how do they stand up to this? This is an insidious day in Florida. Can Can I make one more plea? Donate to HRC. Donate to Task Force. Donate to the ACLU, Equality Florida. Donate to them because they are going to be our first and last line of defense on this issue. Dress and drag and go to work dressed like that. Yeah. Okay. LGBTQ plus news is vital for our community and for the broader world as a whole. We have enough enemies at Fox News. Tucker, Sean, and Lara are loud. We need passionate allies. Happening Out Television Network, Queer News Tonight, and It's Happening Out are literally out of the closet and into the headlines. Our community needs your support. Like this broadcast and subscribe now to ensure the growth of the entire LGBTQ plus community.